Hey bitches! Welcome to Logistically Difficult, the queer Love Island fan podcast. I'm James Barr. I'm Martin Joseph, and this is the podcast where we attempt to answer the question, would a queer Love Island be that logistically difficult? Spoiler alert, no, it would not. The new series has started. What was your favorite quote from last night? I just want a guy to rail me. I mean, it... It was relatable on every level. And also, Faye, I just want a guy to rip me a new asshole. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> I don't think she meant it to be, but it was it was very real. Um, and also, we're going to break down the show in two seconds, but there was one already LGBTQ plus uh, inclusive moment. Um, so there was two of them having a little chat on the bed. I believe it was Sharon and Hugo. Um, and Sharon and Hugo were having a chat. And then next to her is like this little ice cream statue. And it's like melted into the worktop. But it's a rainbow. And I was right. just... You were just like... But it, it, it got so much airtime. And I was like, oh, my God. They're finally doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's literally the least they could do. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I've seen a lot of Love Island. It felt particularly straight last night. It did. And also, a lot of people mentioned that it looked like they'd taken old headshots. I think it was our friend Kush on Twitter was saying it looked like they got old headshots of people that have been on the show before and just literally replaced them. We're just like, yeah, we want another one of these. Right. And another one of these. <laughs> <laughs> which i mean if you've got a formula that works don't change it however the whole point of this podcast is change it <laughs> i do want to give some love to shannon though for trying to change things up shannon said i'm not stepping forward because i prefer a personality i want to hear them speak i need a connection laura whitmore obviously shut that down immediately she was like no this is love <laughs> like we are vapid and that's how this is gonna go like big up laura whitmore i love that she stuck to that yeah she didn't hide it she was like no no, no this is the game but shannon was trying <laughs> she was trying to bring something new there and i appreciate that it was good energy um what did you think so it's episode one uh we did our first coupling up for me it gave me really horrific triggering um last one picked at PE vibes. Right, absolutely. I mean, it always does. It's always so awkward. And I much prefer it when the girls are choosing. Yeah. I prefer it that way around, but it's got to be done. And you know what? It was, it was savage, but it, it wasn't savage enough. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted Roman Colosseum savageness. What do I think? I mean, what is that? You know what? Like, what is there to say about this ridiculous moment of, of patriarchal bullshit? Like, a man is choosing a woman and the, and the man gets to choose like who he couples up with. It's kind of like Tinder in real life, isn't it? You're just kind of going through, the, you're just looking at their body and being like, yeah, that'll do. Oh, it's so painful, isn't it? Do you know what it reminded me of? Um, when Kaz got rejected and then Laura asked how she was and she went, it's okay, next. It reminded me of an evening in a gay sauna. Oh, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone choosy in a sauna like i don't know if that's <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry who's, that who's in a sauna at, at that point in the evening going mm, i'm not sure if you're my type like 3 a.m being that choosy <laughs> <laughs> so we have to talk about the couples so we have five brand new couples um so we have which i'm very excited about the first one is one that i predicted on yesterday's episode, which is that Liberty and Jake would couple up. It was so obvious, and I think they're the perfect match. I really hope they work out. But I loved that they were sitting there in sort of awkward silence saying to each other, 
God, we just talk so much. We've just got so much in common, but saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> was my favorite uh, my, it says it all <laughs> the other great couple we've got Shannon and Aaron so Shannon and Aaron got together um, and what was good about that one was Shannon did not step forward for Aaron two other girls did and Aaron went nah I'm going for you babe I, I, I like that determination. I don't because consent, but I'm also here <laughs> for the format <laughs> okay we've got Faye and Brad now Faye's fuming Again, I don't want to judge anyone too early, and I don't feel like we should be the podcast that's mean about people. But we did say that we thought Faye might be a little difficult, given that she was a lettings manager. I think we said that no one has ever liked a lettings manager. That was what and, we said. And I uh, just, yeah, I don't want us taken out of context. I, I'm living for Faye. Like, it's great TV. I get that. I, I just think she's hilarious. That VT at the be- that VT at the beginning where she swans out where she's outside the house and the for sale signs there and she just throws her filofax into the wind and swans off. I think I thought it was just iconic. I think everything about her is iconic. And I I like the honesty when they were like, um, "Are you? What did she say? Are you bothered?" And then she was like, "Oh, I'm livid." <laughs> like she was actually fuming. <laughs> she was fuming. She didn't get picked. Absolutely. We got Sharon and Hugo. Sharon hates white. Jeans, where do you stand? Sharon is clearly not friends with any gay men because I know a lot of gay people that wear white jeans, speaking literally about myself, and I love wearing white jeans. Do you? I would never wear a white jean. Really? Dan- no. It's dangerous. Oh, it is, but they're fabulous. What if you want an espresso martini and you spill? Oh, you just take them off, don't you? <laughs> and then we're back in the sauna. Okay, and then we have Kaz and Toby. Now, Kaz, can I just say... From her VT was very matter of fact and very um, I don't know she seemed she she seemed really tough and then when she got in there she like melted my little heart like she was so determined to find the perfect guy and then later um, she was like chatting with one of the other girls and she was like helping her like get with her man like I think Kaz I think I mentioned her like four times is currently. My favourite. I want to talk about Toby because I was a little triggered by Toby's VT. I've already said I felt like this was one of the, like, straightest Love Island episode ones ever. And the fact that Toby has appropriated RuPaul's catchphrase, it was just too much for me. What did he say? Did I miss this? If you don't feel like you're 10 out of 10, how do you expect them to be 10 out of 10? <laughs> Can I get an amen? And I'm like, no, you cannot get an amen. That's RuPaul's phrase. How I, are you going <laughs> to... I blame Netflix. <laughs> I'm so annoyed by that. I was like, what is going on? I didn't even clock that. That's I mean, so that funny. is literally it. Like, if you want to make Love Island more queer, don't appropriate RuPaul. Although RuPaul is appropriating everyone else, so maybe, maybe you can. <laughs> maybe it's fair. Who knows? Okay, and then we've got our final contestant, Chloe Burrows. Now, people are fuming because they received the first text of the season, and it should say, I got a text, and then they all scream. But instead, I've got a voice note. Oh. Yeah, the heterosexuals are bringing it into 2021 by introducing voice notes. First, it's I've got a text. Now it's I've got a voice note. Next year, if it were gay, it would be I've got a dick pic. (laughs) So, Martin, looking at episode one, how can we make Love Island more queer? I think this is the easiest one to make queer friendly because you could have loads of different people there, all like different facets of people. And then because you're not saying anything when you, when the person comes out and then you're choosing them. Right. You could 
you're not basing it off gender or orientation or 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 anything. You're just basing oh it God, off so are true. you attracted to that person? Yeah, it's it's in- incredibly queer. In fact, that the concept of just stepping forward if you fancy someone, regardless of pronouns or sexuality or clothing or whatever, like it's just literally how they present themselves in front of you, and that's your decision. And like, and because especially when uh, some of the girls said yesterday, oh, I think I want someone with more personality, and I need I need to have a conversation to get to the personality. It's like right. some people would come out, and you'd be like, oh, I'm just really engaged by that human. I wanna I wanna couple up with that person. And it leads Absolutely. me to the point where I think the show will work would work so fine if it was just pairings. Like a couple doesn't have to be a sexual couple or a relationship. No, I agree. Couple. It could just like be in pair. Frozen. Like the love story in Frozen is between Elsa and Anna, sisterly love. Why can't that happen in Love Island? So easy. Thank you. And but I'm talking about Love Island right now. <laughs> 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 no, but like why why can't why can't one of the girls couple up with one of the other girls? Why can't they just like be really, why can't they form a really strong friendship at the start before forming a romantic attachment later on? I love the idea of like all these boys, um, like these cis heterosexual boys, like thinking that they rule the roost and then like going, I'm going to choose her. And then the girls go, nah, and just like pair off. Do you think that would be boring though? And is that what the show is looking for? No, I think it gives it a new level. Like, again, what season are we on now? We're like five, six seasons, plus the two celebrity ones that happened 20 years ago. Like, we've I had mean, that's, so they're many. dead in the water, right? <laughs> they were my favorite. Paul Denan. Oh, my God. Um, no, I, I think it would push the show forward. Like, you have to keep being progressive. And how cool would it be if, like, you were finding different types of relationships. Like it's about finding love, but what does love mean? Love could be friendship or love could be like an amazing connection. Love could be support. Love could be being loyal. You're absolutely right because there's been times where you and I have fallen out and had tears on a night out and there's not, nothing would stop. There would still <laughs> You've be a had hell tears. Of a lo- <laughs> there would still be a lot of drama even if it was just two people trying to be friends. Yeah, just give us, give us a wine and get us talking about the real issues. <laughs> and here's the thing too, in gay culture, I know I joke about this on our first episode together but like it isn't always just about oh i want to sleep with that person it it's not like that it's not like that like if you put me in a gay bar and i'm chatting to loads of different queer people it wouldn't be i wouldn't i wouldn't only be speaking to the people that i want to sleep with i'd be forming incredible connections and having amazing conversations and that's that's what a queer love island would feel like it wouldn't just be logistically difficult because everyone would be sleeping with everyone it would be a really open engaging conversation and we kind of joke i mean we make fun of ourselves and we're like we just sleep with everyone which is i mean it's partially true but like our friendship we met but straight people sleep with everyone exactly that's what they're doing (laughs) they're talking about getting their assholes ripped open like it's not that different it's really not that different so the first episode for me looking at that it's completely not logistically difficult to have gay people in there you know what I noticed, and it was kind of a reflection on myself. I not that I was judging, like the boys when the boys were being like, um, quite like, laddie in quotes, like being like, oh, I'd get with this girl, and yeah, yeah. And what was and what was the it was the teacher that said, oh, um, I do like a half night stand where like I like to sleep with them and then go home. I was like, you go, yeah. I was like, oh, and then I thought. No, I do that all the time. I've done that loads. <laughs> I, I used to do that all the time. I actually did that deliberately to stop falling in love with men. 
I'd like sleep with them and then leave so that I didn't form an attachment because I would always form attachments to guys. Mine was usually down to like work in the morning. Like I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> the amount of times I've been in a club and a guy's asked me to go home. I'm like, I'll come home if I can borrow a t-shirt and some underpants. <laughs> and if he says no, if he says no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I really want some queer vibes in, in Love Island this year. Yeah. I, I, listen, episode one, we've already decided it's so easy to do. That's all we've got time for on this episode of Logistically Difficult. You can follow me at I'm James Barr on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Mr. Martin Joseph on Instagram and at My Name's Martin on Twitter. Don't forget you can follow, subscribe, all that good stuff on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, right. Acast, mm, your favorite podcast yeah. app, whatever you want to do. Yeah, don't mug us off, guys. And remember, LGBTQ plus people are not logistically difficult. We're just a little high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs>